0: You are listening to the BenchCast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. What's up guys? Coach Ben here and you are listening to the BenchCast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. Today, we have a very interesting topic we're talking about keeping your chest up in the bench press and why that is not an easy thing to do we hear that cue quite a bit keep your chest up reach for the bar with your chest and the cueing sounds simple right but it is not an easy task to do hence why you see many lifters end up in that sink and heave type pattern or they end up touching the bar to their chest and you see bad mechanics such as um, their forearm angle going forward um, what I describe as a dump touch elbows come back now they are in a position where if they were to actually press it would be away from their bodies Uh, you have a lot of poor mechanics in terms of the lower half driving the legs trying to time the legs in order to pop the chest up so it's not an easy thing it's not an easy thing to keep your chest up and to allow that proper loading of the back. If we think about any of the lifts, the squat, the deadlift, resisting that force that wants to collapse your positioning is not an easy thing. Think about the bottom of a squat. All right? To hold good positioning... Is a difficult thing to do. You often feel that pressure build up as you get lower in the squat because you are trying to maintain a certain position while the pressure of that weight, you know, you, you, everything wants to take the path of least resistance. You know, your body wants to take the path of least resistance to get to where it needs to get to. So for that bar to touch your chest, it's way easier for that bar to touch your chest if you just fold your shoulders forward. Alright, hence why so many people get into those poor mechanics. All right, to actually hold your chest up in the bench press, a lot of things go into it. But first, before we dive into this even deeper, I want you, wherever you are right now, if you just pull your shoulders back, well actually, let's first go into pulling your shoulders forward. Now try to bring your hands to about chest level. Pretend you're benching. All right, round your shoulders forward, and pull your hands to about chest level. Pretty easy to do, right? I think we can all agree, wherever we are right now, if you're doing this with me, right, it's very easy to do. If we sink our chest, we bring our shoulders forward, we can easily bring our hands to about chest level. Now let's pinch our shoulder blades, bring our chest up, and bring our shoulder blades down as far as possible to our hips. Now let's try to bring our hands to our chest. You feel how much tighter your back gets from just doing that and maintaining that position as you get your hands closer and closer to your chest? Well, that is the proper loading of your back. That right there, this little drill we just did shows you how to properly load your back for the bench press. You see how initially we got into a nice packed shoulder blade position, pulled our shoulder blade down, Hence what we're trying to do on a good bench press setup that's going to help us cut range of motion. Okay, that, when we brought our chest down to our chest, you actually found it was difficult to do. Okay, get into that position again. Start bringing your hands down towards your chest and then as you get closer, let your shoulders round forward. You can kind of see your elbows will dip out, your forearms will go forward. It makes it easier to get to where we want to be, but... It is not going to load our back properly. It's not going to help us in the mechanics of the bench press. So keeping your chest up is not all that easy. Okay, It's just intuitively going to be hard because your body just doesn't want to stay in that uh, path of most resistance. right? We're going to have a lot of pressure build up as we're coming down with the bar. But that's what brings us that spring. That's what gives us that pop. That's called loading the coil, so I like to say. Alright, if we aren't in good loading mechanics, then we're not actually loading anything. That's like banging on the side of a slinky without actually loading anything. Alright, if we can load straight down onto a coil, that thing's going to fire us up. That's what we're trying to do. Why else it's hard is because you have all this pressure coming down from your upper half. And yeah, you need to have enough back strength in order to maintain the mechanics we just talked about. Is as you found, right, when we were doing that drill and we were just bringing our hands to our chest, you felt how much tension built up in your back. You felt how as we got closer and closer to our chest, it required more and more effort from our back in order to maintain that position. Well, it's going to take a lot of effort when you're bringing down a shit ton of weight. This is just your hands. Now we're talking about bringing down a shit ton of weight and you have to have a lot of back strength in order to maintain that position. So that's why upper back training is so crucial and and making sure you're loading your lats properly and all that. That's where that comes into play. So that itself is difficult, but what is required from your lower half is difficult as well. Why? Because like we just spoke about, those mechanics of trying to keep your chest elevated, having to have a strong back there, but if you're not able to get a sufficient amount of drive from your lower half, you're going to very easily collapse. Okay? You got to think of it as being tight on both ends. So not only your upper half but your lower half. The analogy I like to use that I think a lot of people can kind of relate to depends how weird your childhood was, I guess, is if you ever as a kid tried to climb a hallway. You know what I mean? You put your upper back against one wall, you put your feet against the other and you and you climb and you shimmy up the wall. I don't know if anyone's ever tried to do this. I'm sure at one point in in your life, you probably have tried to do this. Uh, But what we're looking at there, keeping pressure at both ends is exactly what we're doing on the bench. We have to push from the lower half, just like we're pushing away from a wall. And that's why we need sufficient traction to the bench that we're using as well. Otherwise, we would just slip. So as that weight is loading down from the upper end, and we're pushing from the lower end there is pressure from both points so we're pretty much folded up like an accordion right all that pressure is coming from both ends all right we need traction with our feet too because we could easily slip when that weight's loading and we can all agree it's much easier for our feet to slip all right because there's that loading into the entire body we're not just loading our back here we're really loading our entire body and you might even see some lifters who do this um, really, really well. You'll see when that weight comes down, you'll see this entire shift. If you look at the side view of the, whatever they're doing on the bench here, you see that shift, that the weight kind of loads into their legs. Kind of, if you're looking at like a baseball player swing, right? You see when they load up to take that huge hack, you see all that weight shift into their hips right before they go and swing. Same thing pretty much with a bench press. Not you don't see a ton of shifting, but you can gradually see that that loading into the hip, so to speak. And then, boom, fire out from there. Okay, and that's and that's exactly what we're looking to do. And, you know, all of this, again, coming back to today's topic, is why it is difficult to keep your chest up. So if you understand that cue, of keep your chest up, but you're frustrated and you're like, damn, why can't I just get this down? Or you see your positioning collapsing. It's not an easy thing. So I just wanted to reassure everyone out there that it's not you. It's a difficult thing to get down. Sometimes when I'm working with athletes, they understand the change that we're trying to bring about. But they find it incredibly difficult to do. And then they get frustrated with themselves that it's not happening quickly. All right, Everything that we try to accomplish here is probably going to be a work in progress. And for some more than others. So don't get frustrated at yourself if you're finding everything that I'm talking about to be particularly difficult for you. Because it is. It is a difficult thing to keep your chest up when you're benching. There's a lot of factors that go into that. You need sufficient traction at both ends. You need to have a strong enough back. You need to have a good bracing pattern. You need to have leg drive. You need to have good positioning in your setup. I mean, all these things come into play here. And then you need to maintain all that as this immense weight is loading onto you, all right? It's not an easy thing to do. But hopefully from listening to this podcast, you get a better idea of all those little intricate things and how they're playing into each other just to help you keep your chest up. Or actually, they're working against you keeping your chest up, okay? Your sufficient leg drive, your back strength, all right, go back to that drill that i was just alluding to earlier in the podcast right if we're just sitting wherever we are right we have our empty fists pretend we're benching if we just try to bring our hands to our chest without thinking much about it we're probably going to allow our shoulders around forward it's easier to get our hands close to our chest now if we think about good packed bench positions shoulder squeeze pull the shoulder blades down we drag those those hands to our chest so much more resistance and loading through our back All right, and that's what you're trying to achieve when you bench press. All right, guys, I had a blast talking to you all. Hope you learned something. Hope you learned a thing or two. I encourage you, please check out some of the back episodes of this podcast. We had a lot of good things that we've talked about, and hopefully I'm going to be delivering a lot more great information through the BenchCast to you all to help you out with your bench press. I really appreciate everyone tuning in. Make sure if you haven't already, check out the Instagram, You check out the YouTube, more tips dropping there. I appreciate everyone tuning in. This has been the BenchCast. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give it a thumbs up and share. If you want more information on how to transform your bench press, consider checking out the Better Benching Academy on BigBenches.com. This is the ultimate resource for building your bench. Head on over to BigBenches.com to see how you can get started today.